welcome to Lashcast. Yes, that's it, guys. That's my opening. A lot of thought put was put into that. Actually, we're going to be working on a new one. I have this really cool idea. It's going to take a little time. Maybe in a month or two, I'll have it made. And until then, we'll just kind of mix it up and change it up each week and just make it very casual. And today, it's just going to be you and me. We're going to sit down and talk about something that you might be doing that you need to stop doing. I hope most of you aren't, but I see enough of it that I thought, you know what? I got to bring this up. I got to share with you, share my heart as Uncle Paul here, trying to encourage you to take the high road and to do something that will be better for your business in the long term. Might feel good for the short term, but it's not good for the long term. So we'll get into that in a second. Before we do, a few announcements. As always, we have our Apple Podcast Review Giveaway. I mean, you just write a positive review, screenshot it on Apple Podcasts, right? And then email it to me at paul at lashcastpodcast.com, and you'll be entered into a drawing for a $200 Amazon gift card. So, guys, just drop everything and go do that right now. Secondly, Lashcast Insider Club, the coolest club in the world. This club is all about giving you value, giving you discounts, giving you the inside things going on with Lashcast. So if you want to be part of that, please just go to the link in the bio on Instagram or the show notes and just sign up today. It costs you nothing, and you will save money, and you'll get the first dibs on anything that we do. Also, we will have Lashcon tickets coming up soon. So if you've been thinking about it, the good news, the virus, everything continues going the right way. We have tons of sponsors already signed up. We have almost all our speakers, 99% of our speakers all locked in. We're really excited. Can't wait to announce all the details, all that coming very soon. Lastly, we need your stories, guys. I, it's been cool. Some people that I've known for a while have reached out to me and said, hey, you know what? I always thought this might be kind of cool to share with the industry. I'm like, that is a cool idea. And then some people I've never met have reached out to me and said, well, we love Lashcast, but we love to share the story and they share the story. I'm like, you know what? That would be a cool story to hear too. So if you've been wanting to be on the podcast and you think, well, no one cares about me. We do. We really do. If you know us, you know that we care. We answer every DM. We answer every question. People reach out to us all the time. We're always making time for you guys because we really do want to support you. And this is a way for you to help support the industry because you know what? If you've learned something, if you've overcome something, or if you have something to contribute, then you can share that with me. And if we feel like we're in agreement, like, yes, that's a great story. We'll put you on the podcast and sometime this year. No timetable. Right now, I think we're booked out for the next two months. So I do know that I keep looking because I always want new stories. I, I know sometimes you'll feel, oh, you just want to have all the famous lash people. No, no, actually not. If you look at what we do, we mix it all up. We get new and up and coming people, people you probably have never even heard of, as well as some of the big names that everyone has heard about. We like to do a little bit of everything because we love our whole industry. We don't just love some people, right? We don't just love well, only the popular kids we hang out with. Back in the days, long time ago when there was the world was black and white i was the kid at high school that kind of hung out with every group i mean i'd see the the stoners the jocks the band geeks well i was a band geek but i really liked connecting with pretty much everyone because i saw value in everyone everyone was important everyone had something to contribute and i feel that same way still today in my ripe old age okay all right let's get into today let's talk about what you might be doing that you need to stop doing please stop airing your dirty laundry on Instagram. Even if you're right, by the way, even if you're right, I see this happen all the time. For years, this has gone on. And it's one of those things where, you know, when you first do it, it feels kind of empowering. Yeah, I stood up to them. Yeah, I was being a boss. Yeah, I was telling them 
Well, they're not going to mess with me anymore. I get it, especially if you feel bullied in some ways or you feel you've been taken advantage of. And you know what? You post online, I'm sure you're going to get a whole bunch of lash artists to go, yeah, yeah, you tell them. And they're going to tell you that you're a boss and they got your back and so forth. But this is a short time win, guys. It feels good in the moment. It feels even empowering. And you do get that kind of mob mentality, right? Especially if it's about a client who's just late all the time or comes with dirty lashes, right? Or maybe someone on the internet, some other lash artist or brand or influencer or trainer or someone, maybe us, did something that really upset you. And you felt you're violated, you felt pushed to the side, like you don't matter, your opinion, something you contributed, maybe someone else got credit for. I get it. It feels really good and you want to strike back and you want almost in a sense to get that revenge, right? But here's the real truth, guys. People watching, really, the, the, I would say the, the real core market, you know, if you're a lash artist, your clients, they don't really like it. Yes, there's some that love the drama, right? But those are clients that usually also bring a lot of drama, by the way. So you really don't really gain respect. It's not inspiring. In fact, a lot of people will think a lot less of you. In fact, I actually think some people will unfollow you because it's like, wow, she's just bitching and moaning again. It's not helpful, guys, in the bigger picture. You need to be bigger than this. I mean, think of all the great leaders out there. Did they become great leaders because they complained? Or was it maybe because we were inspired by how they overcame? We weren't inspired by how they complained, but we were definitely inspired by how they overcame. And that's what good leaders do. I mean, great leaders do, right? And I think sometimes we get caught up and we do our thing. We just feel like, ah, oh, I got to vent. I got to let go. I got to get this off my chest. And there's Instagram. It's just sitting there going, come on, take the bait, take the bait. And you do. And I just want to encourage you guys to stop doing it. It's such a short-term win. It does not build your business. It does not build community. It doesn't build you up. It doesn't build anyone really following you up. It just brings everyone down and attacks and destroys others. I know you probably feel validated. You feel like I was wronged. I get it. But this is not the place to do it. Instagram is not the place to air your dirty laundry. Now, you do need to have someone you can talk to. And that's why you need to find some other people, some other people like you who need help, who will support you, who are in a similar position. Now, here's the thing. If you're a salon owner, you really can't do this with your employees. You really can't. You can't be complaining how and bitching about other employees. Right? That's really not a win. You can't be complaining about clients. Oh my gosh, this client, she did this. Really, cl complaints always have to go up. So if there's someone below you, they can complain to you about the situation. Like, I don't like the way we do breaks. And that's okay. That's their job. They're an employee. They complain up. And then you complain to your superior. Most of the time, you have no superior if you're the boss. It's just you. So this is where you need to find some other people, like-minded people, other salon owners maybe, or other business owners who you can say, you know what, hey, I need to talk to you. I need to get something off my chest. I need to work through something. Not just do this by yourself. Because yeah, you'll get bitter, you'll get angry, and then eventually you will explode, right? Because you'll pent up all that frustration. You need to get it off your chest. But this is not meant to, for public consumption. This is not meant to be an entertaining show for the whole world to watch, get their popcorn out, and let's see how Paul has a meltdown on his Instagram about his employees or Paul has a meltdown about some people who went to LashCon and didn't like it or something, right? This is not the place. That's not the way to do it. I'm not building my brand doing that. So, but you need to get people. And by the way, there's a little reason to go to LashCon. 
This is where you'll find those people, by the way. You will connect with other like-minded people who are motivated, who are driven, who love this industry, want to make a difference. This is all what LashCon's about. And when you go there, I promise you, you'll walk away with two, three, four friends that now that next time that crazy thing happens, you'll call them and say, you wouldn't believe what I had to do with today. And then they can listen to you. And then what you really want are people that will help you find solutions, not just bitch and moan. I mean, yes, you may need that initial, like, I just need a download. Please don't try to fix me right now. Don't tell me how to do whatever. I don't need to hear that. I just need to get this off my chest. And that's great. Take that time, download for me. Thank God I have Tusney and we can share and we bounce things back and forth and support each other that way. But at the end, that's not the solution, just a bitch and moan. The solution is to say, well, how do you respond? How do you fix this? How do you move forward? How do you get over this moment? And that is why you have, you know, your partner you talk to, you work through it. You don't want just someone who goes, yeah, yeah, they all suck. Yeah, they suck. You know, that's one that's very unimaginative, not very creative. And anyone can do that. You need to find friends who can actually help build you up and make you a better person, not just destroy others and bitch and moan. That gets old after a while. Again, that's a short-term win, but not a long-term win. It's not a long-term way to build a company. Now, let me share a few more things about I guess, well, just mindsets that you guys need to think about having or trying to adapt these practices. First, I really think you need to have a short memory. I meet people all the time, it feels like, who almost the moment you meet them, they have an excuse of why they're not where they wish they were. And they'll blame someone. In fact, we, I just watched this episode of Shark Tank <laughs> where I saw these entrepreneurs come on and they started picking, poking holes at them. And they're like, well, this really isn't our strength. Or, you know, we just didn't have the budget to spend on publicity or you know, marketing. And you're just like, shut up. Stop all the excuses, right? So you need to have a short-term memory because you're going to sit around all day and focus on all the things you didn't do right. And you're just going to complain and bitch and moan about them. You got to just move on. You got to be like, okay, messed up. Moving on. Not going to keep on thinking about this for the next two years. I mean, Tuss and I, we closed our salon, right? Two years ago. We could have sat around for a year or two if we wanted to and just bitch and moan a lot of people. Yeah, it was bad. And, you know, but we went ahead and said, no, we screwed up. We made mistakes. We should have done this. Now, did we deserve to lose a salon? I would debate probably not, but we did. And that's, that's just reality. I'm not going to sit around here the rest of my life and be mad and angry about it. Don't have time for it got to do other things. If you're in business, you're going to lose. You're going to get maligned. And by the way, if you're really successful, you're going to get sued. I mean, I know a lot of people who've been very successful in the industry and much of them, many of them have been sued in one way or another. It just happens. When you start making money, you're going to get sued. I remember when I was in Hollywood, one of the companies I worked with, we said, you always know your success by how many, when you start getting sued. That's a good sign. It's like, all right, we must be making money, must be doing things right, because now everyone's lining up to take our money from us. So just don't get hung up on it. This whole idea of difficulties and struggles and bad things happening, it's part of the job. It comes with the territory. The thing I hate, I see this all the time. You see famous people complain about being famous and that they have no privacy and everyone wants to know about their lives. It's like, dude, did you not grow up as a kid watching movie stars and TV stars and jocks and you know athletes and now Instagram people and all that? Didn't you grow up watching these people realizing they had no privacy, that that's part of the price? That's part of what you get when you become famous. When you're famous... You just don't have the same privacy you have as a person who can just disappear into the crowd. You get usually paid pretty well, by the way, to deal with that. And I think there's a lot of people who would take your place in a heartbeat if you were to say, well, I just don't like it. So same thing with running a business. There's just going to be 
problems. There's going to be issues, and you just have to be able to have a short memory and move on quickly. Another thing, too, that will help you is have empathy. When bad things happen and when people are doing things that are stupid and you just kind of shake your head and go, what the heck? Try to have empathy. Try to understand why they're doing what they're doing. Because when you can start thinking about them and why they're doing what they're doing, and maybe they're bashing you, maybe they're trying to get something out of you as a client for like they're trying to get lower price or complain, they want a refund, whatever it is, have empathy for them. Once you start thinking the way they do and understanding the way they feel, you may actually begin to feel sorry for some of these people. Say, wow, man, it sucks to be you, <laughs> right? Because they're, they're, they're being a little weasel, they're being difficult, they're being mean, they're being hurtful. And you can maybe see, you know, they must have had a tough childhood or maybe they're in a tough week. Having empathy will go a long ways for you to be more kind and respond to people, not in the way they're responding to you. When they come after you and you have empathy and you begin, and you may not, you may have to make up. So I do this all the time. I make up stories like, well, that person must have just gotten laid off or must have had a really bad day. And it may not be true. They're, maybe they're just a jerk. I get it. But for me to have the, take the high road, for me to respond in the way that's kind and nice, I have to have empathy and try to think sometimes of a backstory to say there might be more going on here than this. They're evil, all right? It doesn't help me reconcile problems with clients or with people online or whatever. If I just think, oh, they're just evil, that's painted too quickly. The evil term is really something that we gotta stop doing. Maybe we would stop fighting so much if we call each other evil as much. Anyhow, another thing, being humble, guys, realizing that maybe I did screw up. You know, when we closed our salon, there were things I definitely did wrong. What big things I did wrong. Didn't have good record keeping. Didn't really force people in the early years to take their breaks. When uh, the person that ended up suing us, they basically, uh, I made a mistake on vacation pay. I didn't know the HR law. I thought I had paid her the vacation pay she was owed. She was owed more. So she had the right to be angry. That's my job, by the way. As the owner, I need to know the laws. I need all the rules. So for me to just blame her and say, how dare she? That's wrong. Because she had every right to sue me for that. Again, it was just a little bit of money. I think if she came back to me and said, hey, why don't you just pay me this money? And, I, and once I got the, knew the law, I would have. I was saying, you know what? I misread the law. Let me pay you. But that didn't happen. That's all in the past. That's done. I can't change it. Have a short memory, right? So I'm not going to sit there and think I'm above it all. I think I can't be wrong. Many times when something goes wrong, both parties are doing something that's kind of not cool. And definitely going on and airing this online after it's all come down is really a bad form and really a bad place to take it to the next level. That's not humble at all. Now, another thing, guys, just as a side note, because I've seen this a lot, not a lot, not as much now as I used to, but I used to see this quite a bit where people go, oh, they stole this idea from me. They stole my design for my sign or they stole the backdrop that I'm going to put in my spa or my salon. And they get all mad and they talk about online and bash people. And they usually don't mention the brand, but they just complain about it to the world. And I was like, I can't believe they stole from you. They're horrible people. Guys, you got to, again, take a, a different approach here. I actually, this is where I got this from Hollywood. When we had this film idea and we took it to a big company and pitched it and they said no. And a couple of years later, guess what? They made that film, and it was something that was our idea, our pitch. We sold that. We gave them that idea. But because we were nobodies, they didn't care. And our lawyers, when that happened, we said, well, should we sue? And said, well, yeah, if you don't want to work again, sure, go ahead and sue them. Maybe you'll win. Most likely you'll lose, and then you'll be blacklisted. You won't be working anywhere. Everyone will know. Don't work with them. They'll sue you. So we decided not to, but he did say this, but take it as a compliment. You guys have the good, right stuff. 
you guys can sell. You guys got good ideas. You'll be able to make more ideas. And guess the company I worked with, uh, I worked for four or five years. We did. We sold a bunch of scripts. And we, you know, some of them, not many, some of them got made in the movies. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood. So it's one of those things where it's a compliment when someone steals your idea. It really, it says you got the stuff. You have the creativity. You have the know-how. And guess what? You can do it again. They can only steal, but you can recreate stuff, right? You know how to make something from nothing. And that means that you have the stuff to take us for the long haul. Some of the steals may just be able to do it once or twice before it kind of burns out or they get tired, right? But you, you have the creative mind to do it. So don't panic when someone steals from you. Just move on, keep producing, keep making content, keep producing whatever you do, your lashes, your looks, your programs, your trainings, and you'll be fine. If they can only steal, they they're, 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 the ceiling is very low, right? Yours is really high. By the way, when you have an issue with someone, talk to them. And it's amazing how many times I see people when they get mad and hurt, they just go online and they vent. But that's not the place to take it. Go talk to the person. If you really want to fix a problem, talk to that person directly. We saw this problem in our salon. People would be upset, and then they wouldn't talk to the person they were upset with. And I get it. It's a difficult conversation. Maybe they'll get mad. Maybe they'll say something mean back at you. Maybe you'll get emotional. Maybe you'll start crying. Maybe you'll embarrass yourself. I get it. Maybe you're wrong, right? And you don't want to find that out. Oh, crap. I was wrong? That's horrible. I don't want that to happen. But this is stuff that you need to do, guys. If you really want to be a leader, you really want to be successful, you really want to have a salon that matters and you want to have real purpose, you got to do the difficult stuff too. Everyone sells this idea online. Not everyone. You just see it. You know, if, you, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, which is just BS. It's not true. Yes, you'll get to do a lot of stuff you like. You'll get to enjoy the freedoms. You get to enjoy maybe some of the accolades that come from owning a business. But you're also going to have to do the hard work, which means difficult conversations with people that probably let you down, hurt you, or just straight out stole from you or did something really bad to you. And you calling them out is going to really be a better way of approaching it than being passive or just kind of complaining publicly or doing whatever we tend to do where we don't really want to deal with the direct issue, but we want other people to know about how bad it is. So you get all these other people worked up and the person who's really the problem is clueless or now has 18 new enemies, right? And that's not really, I think, cool or nice or professional or really about bringing down the drama. You know, a lot of times the very people who say, I don't like drama are the very ones that go online and complain and bitch and moan. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you said you hate drama. Well, I hate drama as long as you don't bring it up. But when I got drama, I'm going to bring it up and let the world know. That's not really the best way to go about it. I don't think it's professional. And I, again, I don't think you're really winning people over to your side on the bigger picture. It's easier to complain to the world then look them in the face and tell them that you have an issue with them. That's strength, by the way. When you're able to go to the person and say, you know what you did was wrong and we need to talk about this. That's being strong. Going out into the public and whining and complaining, that's not strong. That's weak because you're not actually facing your problem. You're just making it worse. Another thing, don't get into public fights with people online. Just generally, when someone responds to you, and on the thing, I see this. You'll see two people. One person posts a comment. They're posting, oh, well, that's a stupid idea. You know what? I, and then the other person gets hurt, right? You know, as soon as you're hurt, you know, anger is a secondary emotion. Hurt is the initial feeling you get. And then the secondary emotion is anger. So you strike back. I'm going to win this fight. But no one wins these fights. You just, everyone loses. When you start fighting, it all goes down the drain. 
The best thing to do, again, for me, when someone, I've seen this, and this happened this year, there's a few posts that I've done, and someone will say something, well, that, that, that's not going to be helpful, or that's really going to be hard, bad for the industry. And I try to be kind. I just go, well, thank you for that feedback. I mean, I'm really not grateful for it, but I just say thank you. Thank you. Be kind. Be respectful back, even if they are not. You're taking the high road. And I'm not saying be killing with kindness because there's that certain level of kindness where you go so far, like, oh my gosh, this person is now being sarcastic or being mean by being overly kind. I don't want to be overly kind. I want to be sincere. You know, the best way to really deflate things, by the way, is to invite that person in the conversation. And I've done that a bunch over the last year. When someone has said something negative or been kind of nasty or snarky, I'll just DM them and say, hey, you know what? I can see that you know you don't agree with me, and that's okay. But would you like to talk about this? Because I think this would be a good topic to discuss. Maybe you know you can help me see a little bit more that I'm missing here. Maybe I don't understand the bigger picture. Now, most time people don't like that. They just ghost you or block you or don't want to talk to you. But I have actually there's quite a few people I'll say who did. And I got to sit down with them, talk to them. And it was actually really cool. It was like, oh, wow. You know what? We don't really disagree on this in the same way you thought initially. We may have some differences, but overall we agree on the bigger picture. And you know what? That's pretty cool. And by the way, we can be friends now. And some of these people are. And they, we started kind of a negative place online. But they came to me saying, well, why don't you think this? And I thought this and blah, blah, blah. But that only comes when you have real conversations. And that's why I said, let's talk offline on the phone where you can hear your voice. You can hear the intonation. You're not just reading text, which you tend to think the worst of people when you just see that. So for me, when someone comes on as like snarky or mean or treats me terribly or says something not so kind, I actually try to treat it as productive criticism. That's how I look at it. I go, oh, they disagreed about this on business or lashes or just general life principles, whatever. And I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say, I, I'm going to assume that they're just trying to defend the industry. They feel like there's something to stand up for here and that they think I'm in the wrong. And I'm going to listen to them and see if there's something productive that I can take from that. And by the way, when you respond kindly and take their mean comment in a positive way, people see through that. They see, wow, this person's kind of a jerk. You seem to be really kind of cool. You're taking it nice. It just builds you up, makes you look better, makes you look strong. Again, the stake strength, guys, the weak tend to get in the mud and fight. The people who are stronger, whose identity is a little bit more grounded, they don't take the bait. They don't get into it. Another thing I'm going to say, oh, a few more points and we'll let you go here. Don't post what other people text you privately. If someone is like, hey, you know, I don't like this about you or you did this wrong, don't take that and say, look at this. Oh, my gosh. Look at this person, what she does. Look, oh, my gosh. This has been horrible. Again, that just looks so petty. It just looks weak and you're making now, trying to make the other person look bad. But really, in the end, you're the one that looks like kind of the jerk. You're being the bully. Even if they started the fight, You've turned the tables, and I know, again, that feels empowering. Right? I'm winning. I'm going to win this battle. But you really, I think anytime you get into these battles, you end up losing the war, right? You may have a temporary win, but the big picture, not good. Another point, don't send a message to your clients about enforcing the policies or how you won't take a client late ever again. I see this. People make these mass, almost like policy posts, where they want to remind the world that they're the boss, that they're in control of their business, and that no one is going to violate their boundaries. That's not the place to post boundaries. Boundaries are best placed, like on your website, 
and an email where you say at the bottom of the email saying, here's our policies for our late policy or cancellation policy. When they first come in on the consult and you have a consult page, you should have that on your consult. Here's our policies in case you're late, in case you cancel, no show. And here's the, the consequences. Please initial by each of these so you understand it. There's plenty of places to do that where it's proper, it's professional, but going on Instagram and then posting, like, I'm done with this. The next time someone comes in late, you are going to pay a fee, or even better, you see people just say, you, you know, they'll name the person, but you know who you are, and I'm not going to take it from you anymore. You can't come in. You can't bully me around. I'm going to stand up for my salon. I'm going to stand for myself. I'm worth it. All this stuff, and you're bashing a client or maybe bashing on their last orders or an employee. I don't know. You're just bashing someone and everyone's watching. And really, in the end, you're just losing clients. There's going to be clients going, I'm not going to that place. I don't want to be outed like that. I don't want some lash artist bashing and, and screaming online about how she hates clients who come in with dirty lashes. I guess I'll go somewhere else. And then, by the way, they probably don't have dirty lashes. You're just you're losing clients that are you want to attract. So don't use your Instagram page to send out policy posts. Okay, that's not the place to do it. And by the way, if you have a client who is violating your policies, talk to the client again. Go back to what I said earlier. Talk to the person who's causing a problem. Don't go online and stir up more people and get more people involved. Just deal with the one person that can solve the problem, that person who is violating your policies. Enforce your policies, which if you've listened to us in the past, enforce the policies, and they'll probably fire themselves, by the way. If you say you no-show, you pay the full price, and they're like, I don't want to do that. And they won't give you a credit card or you don't want to have one on file. And I said, well, I will only rebook your next appointment when you've paid the no-show fee from your last appointment. And they're like, well, then I guess I'm gone. Guess what? They fire themselves. Not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. And then when they, if they come after you and try to get you into a fight, you take the high road and you don't text back and forth, back and forth, back and forth or on Instagram or on Facebook or Yelp, right? All these places where you can communicate with people now and do all sorts of crap or DM back and forth, right? Where they can take screenshots and they can put it on their page and bash you for it. No, no. You get on the phone and you leave a message and say, let's talk. If they, I want to talk to you. So, I'm so sorry. Then I guess we're not going to be able to resolve this. And you just move on. Even if they keep calling you names and doing all sorts of stuff, you take the high road. You be the one with the strength. Now, one last thing, and I see this because I'm, I saw this is something we taught our staff, and that is when people love to love dirt, right? You're going to see this when you or in your business and you're sitting down with a client and they start talking about the last lash artist they used to see and how they did this and that. You just got to not take the bait. You just be, you know, if anything, try to move on to a different conversation because this happens. Tuss, in fact, early days, Tuss said she would do this. She would like, oh yeah, tell me about it. Especially if it was a former employee had left and she really wanted to hear the dirt on how bad this service was or how she, they didn't enjoy it. And the same, of course, by the way, some of these people are doing this to us, right? So everyone's going around. Tuss needs to stop after a short time. Really, this is not productive time. I am actually causing more stress for me. We're getting into it. The client's trying to stir up a big mess here in the room. And you know what? It's not fun. It makes work really, really work, actually. So the better thing to do is just find a different topic. Move along. Don't just keep talking. And this is the same thing we do online, right? People are attracted to that dirt. They're attracted to the bad stuff. And they're going to egg you on. See, please share it. Please share it. Please share it. Just say, just don't. Don't do it. Go find that person you can confide with. Find that colleague. 
and do it that way. And then otherwise, your Instagram page, I hope, is a place of positivity that encourages people, that lifts up people, that inspires people. And isn't that place where they go to hear the latest dirt on everything, right? Because that's really, in the end, I don't think what you anyone really wants to be. I think most of us really have this desire to, you know, do great things and to really help our industry grow and to make good money and to take care of our families. And if we have staff, to bless them and help them to grow. That's kind of what everyone wants, but we get lost along the way sometimes. We get caught up in the drama and we start reverting back to things that aren't really helpful, that are destructive behaviors. have saying growing up I say hurt people hurt people so when you you know when you start hurting people you gotta realize well I'm hurt there's something wrong with me and you know and then address that go talk to that friend talk to a loved one talk to your counselor whatever it is find someone where you can unload that and process it instead of finding more ways to damage other people which just perpetuates the problem down the line so that's a wrap. That's it. That's all I have for you guys today. Hopefully you found that helpful. And if you do, please reach out to us. We always love to hear from you, whether it's DMs, emails, whatever it is. Just let us know how we're helping. And always, you know, if you have ideas or questions, please shoot those our way. We'd love to take your feedback and help us to find more topics, more things to talk about, and then all that. So please do that. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I want to please ask you to follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at the Last conference and remember to subscribe share and review on behalf of my last buddy Tusney, i want to thank you for taking some time to listen keep on lashing and remember you have a friend in the last industry <laughs> <laughs>